Hello, and thank you for joining Unbossing the Podcast with your host, me, Kimberly Weston-Moore. Come on in, come on in, come on in, come on in. And thank you, thank you, thank you for tuning in to Unboss Me, the podcast. The podcast for the woman with a schedule fit for 10 people, but manages to get it done. The podcast that lets you know that you are not alone in finding balance in life and letting everything go and allowing God to use you. So are you ready for our topic today? If you are, go ahead, sit down, grab your tea, coffee, and a snack, and chill with me for just one moment as I share with you how to unboss, let go, and let God be the lead of your life. episode 28 and I am so excited that God has used me to share with you all my experiences on how to unboss, let go and let God and prayerfully you have begun this journey and you are loving it and you are allowing God to really use you. So let's talk about self-worth, sis, self-worth. On the other day I I spoke on self-worth with a wonderful group of ladies. And I couldn't help but take this material and also share it with you because God is just blessing us during these times. And one thing we can't forget is about ourselves. We have so many things that's going on right now. And so we focus on that. We always focus on those external things, things we have to take care of for others, but we fail to do it for ourselves. So I want to talk about self-worth and the importance of self-worth. And so we know, or, or you know, that self-worth, it's internal. It an internal thing that stems from within us. And so it's all about how we value and respect ourselves. But it begins with the understanding of who we are and whose we are. So before I begin, I just want to say, listen, If you could take the time to say it to yourself, we are fearfully and wonderfully made. Go ahead, write that on a sticky note, stick it in your bathroom on a mirror, and just continue to say that we are fearfully and wonderfully made. And once we understand that, you know, when it comes to who we are and whose we are, we can begin to conquer within. So let's let's dig right in on how to conquer within. I remember um, starting this podcast and my spiritual coaching ministry, um, Boss Me, um, I continue to put these things on pause and it took me almost two years to get it started. I, I kept on stopping myself. I kept on saying things like, oh, Lord, just help me. I need to pray better. I want to be a stronger prayer warrior. I need to brand myself. I need to lose weight. I need to get a voice. I need to get this person to help me and that person to help me. And guess what? God prepared me for everything I asked for plus more. And sometimes I still 
was on pause until I wasn't. And I just thank God for just being there for me. And that's what we have to know that he has never left us or forsake us. And he is always there to put us right where we need to be. And all we have to do is ask him. But as mothers and as wives, as professionals, daughters, as women, just in general, friends, whatever it is that we are doing, whatever relationships we have, what I found that we can be so consumed with taking care of others and their needs. But what about our needs? Let's say it together. God, please consume me right now. I want you to consume me because these needs are consuming me and that's not what I want decrease. These needs take care of them for me and I want you to consume me. But I have another question for you. How do you conquer within? How are you focusing on yourself internally? Um, this is so important. How do you value yourself? Are you respecting yourself? So let's go ahead and start with understanding whose you are, whose you are. Okay. Psalm 8 verses 3 through 5 state in the KJV version, when I consider thy heavens, the work of thy fingers, the moon and the stars, which thou hast ordained, what is man that thou art mindful of him? And the son of man that thou visitest him. For thou hast made him a little lower than the angels and hast crowned him the glory and honor. Thou madest him to have dominion over the works of thy hands. Thou hast put all things under his feet, all sheep and oxen, yea, and the beasts of the field the fowl of the air and the fish of the sea and whatsoever passeth through the paths of the sea. Lord, our Lord, how excellent is thy name in all the earth. How excellent, oh, how excellent is the Lord's name. I just love him. I love the fact that he took his hands to make us. And not only did he do that, he gave us the crown of glory and honor. My God, we are forever thankful for everything we, you have done for us. God created all things and to know that he took the time to create you and me. My God says, my God, and even made us a little lower than the angels and has crowned us. You got the crown, sis. Did you know that you have the crown? You have the crown of glory and honor from our father. Putting us over his creation, his sheep and whatever passes through the seas. My God, isn't that amazing? Just to think of how much control he has given us, okay? Over his words. That is amazing to know that God values us so much that he trusts us with his stuff, with his craft, with his creation. Now, as parents and co-workers or supervisors or whatever role you currently have, maybe you own a business, how many times have you really thought, oh, I can trust this person with handling my, my stuff or I can trust my child going out uh, with so, or I can trust this other person. How many times have you thought, oh, I can just trust them and, you know, let them go and do whatever. I, it is very seldom that I have that much trust in people. And so, but the trust that God has in us, 
we have to ensure that we keep that trust in him so that we understand the value that he has for us so that we can learn that we also have to value ourselves. But God, he is just so amazing because even though we we uh, don't see things the, the way we need to see them, he sees it a total, a total different way. And we are so blessed about that because guess what? You are valued. You are loved. You are fearfully and wonderfully made. And you are amazing, sis. And if that's not enough, let's go ahead into Matthew 10. When Jesus spoke to the 12 disciples and gave them the power against unclean spirits to cast them out and heal all manner of sickness and disease, he specifically states, in verses 29 through 31, are not two sparrows sold for a farthing? So we're talking about two birds and farthing is money that uh, was used long ago that's equal to a quarter of a penny. So that tells you how cheap uh, two sparrows cost, okay? And one of them shall not fall on the ground without your father, okay? So even though they were cheap, God still valued them because it says they shall not, not one of them shall fall on the ground without your father, but the very hairs of your head, sis, are all numbered. Fear ye not, therefore ye are of more value than many sparrows. In this verse, Jesus is telling us that God cares for every need of a sparrow who only costs a quarter of a cent. And our value, sis, is so much more to him than a bird. Again, he has trusted us with his works. In addition to all of this, he values us so much that he sent his son to die for us. My God, the amount of value that is, is comparison to nothing. And so we are so grateful. I am so grateful for him, sis. And prayerfully, you see and understand your value already because you know whose you are. You know that you belong to God and he is your father. And listen, he loves you. So value, value, value yourself value yourself because now that you know that you are a child of the most high God, if you didn't know before you listened to this podcast, he values you. Know that. So you know who you are. So let's begin to talk about who you are. Let's begin to talk about as you put on that crown of glory and honor that God has already given us, we want to straighten it up a bit. Okay, we want to straighten that up a bit so that you can conquer within so that we can discuss. We're going to go ahead and discuss how to continue to conquer within. And we know that God values you. So my first question is, and go ahead and get out your pad and paper. What I want you to think about is do you value yourself? Do you respect yourself? Take the time to write down yes or no. Just point blank period. Do you value or respect yourself? We don't have much time to think about these things um, when we're helping our children or working or thinking about um, things that are going on in the day. But right now, if you could just think about how much you or if you value and respect yourself, there might be somebody that's listening right now that does not value themselves or that does not respect themselves. And guess what? 
Now that you know our most high God values you, you also know that it's so important for you to value you. So you are not alone. God is always with you, sis, and I'm here interceding for you. But there's no greater time than now to begin to conquer within. Let's start with identifying something that affected you that you have never addressed. Let's talk about those triggers. Let's talk about those things that have happened throughout the years that you just have never identified one and addressed. So throughout the years, um, coaching others as well as myself, because you know, as I tell you in many other uh, podcasts, Unboss Me is not just for you all. It's definitely for me. This is me. This is my journey. Um, And so I want to share it with you. And so I'm bringing you into this and, and allowing you access, okay, to me. And so just to tell you, hey, this is what God is doing for me. This is what he's showing me. And one of the things that I know is that we have to identify our triggers, okay? We have to know what situation got us to the point we're in right now, our current state? It's a huge part of conquering within. By addressing your level of self-worth, is that something that you've been able to do all the time that you've always been able to think about? Maybe not. And so that's why it's an opportune time to sit down right now and just think about that. Think about what your trigger has been. Maybe it's a childhood experience. Maybe it's a marriage. Maybe it's a current relationship. Maybe it's a divorce. No matter what it is, your trigger has played a huge part of how you respect and value yourself, sis. Once you determine that trigger, write it out, journal it. I have thousands of journals here. I love to journal. Um, But once you determine what the trigger is, speak to God about it. Meet with him. Sit at his feet so he can guide you, okay? Stay in his word. Read his word. Uh, Everything is in the Bible. The Bible is timeless. It tells us everything we need to know about God's expectations for us. So, I encourage you read and, and, and stay close to him and ask him to reveal the trigger to you if you still don't understand what is going on. After understanding what the trigger is, it's time to address it, sis. It's time to figure out what the experience is that you encountered. I encourage you to begin to identify what it is, address it so that you do not get into a space where you're continuously going through the same things over and over again. Because today, you know, you're going to start understanding and knowing your value, your self-worth. Today, the lack of self-esteem, the lack of love for yourself, it it stops now because we are working on this together and we're interceding together to to ensure that you move forward in your in your Christ walk. You move forward throughout your day, not just with a smile on your face, but a smile in your heart because again, we are conquering within. So I encourage you to begin to identify what you do not value about yourself and the things you do. If it's something that you can improve, then why not work on it? But don't sit in it. 
Don't look at it as something that you have to drown yourself with, with worry and doubt and shame, but see it as an opportunity and not a failure. We often fall into a trap. And I know many of us, because we have so much access to the world with uh, social media and computers that we find ourselves comparing ourselves to other people. Know that we are not gingerbread men in the spirit of Christmas coming soon. We are not cookie cutter. Every one of us is made differently. Again, we're fearfully, wonderfully made and there's not another person on earth like you. So we have to understand that we are set apart. And so we often fall into the trap of comparing ourselves. But remember, as a child of God, being set apart is not is about not conforming to the things of this world. Focus on the purpose. Don't focus on the people. Focus on your purpose and the will that God has for you. And when speaking to clients, I like to tell them and I encourage them to look at their balconies and basements. Balconies are the, the high points of who they are. And those basements are those things that they feel like they need to work on. Um, and so those are pretty much like the opportunities. But once they have created this list, you want to focus on those positive things that make you smile, that make you feel good and transition all of that uh, uh, positivity over to those things that are opportunities for you so that you can know, okay, I know that I love this about myself. What can I do over here in order to improve that? But again, sis, do not sit on it. We have to give ourselves grace, okay? Grace is such an important thing. God's grace is sufficient, isn't it? And he extends it to us all the time. But why in the world do we fail to extend it to ourselves? A part of conquering within and understanding, loving and accepting ourselves, it is about giving yourself grace. Grace, 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 grace. I can't say it enough. So give yourself a break. It's okay to take a break. It's okay to take a break. Sometimes I have to say to myself, Kimberly, I give you permission to slow down. I give you the permission to slow down. Slowing down uh, brings me to my next point. Unboss me is all about letting go and allowing God to use you. And sometimes that means saying no. It just straight up means saying no. And right now, as it comes uh, to you know our self-worth, our self-esteem, I'm imploring you to say no to overwhelming yourself with everything around you, social media, uh, things that, you know, are, are not of God and, and, and focus on yourself. Take the time to focus on yourself and what you need in order to fulfill your purpose that God has for you. Listen, the power of no was hard for me. Okay. Until I realized how much it helped me. In 2 Timothy verse 7, it tells us, For God gave us a spirit of fear, but of power and love and self-control. So remember, key point, you all, listen. It is important to control your circle of influence. And guess what your circle of influence is? Your circle of influence is you, sis. 
You and only you are the only one that you can control. And all of those things around you, you may be able to control, but you can't control anything like you can control yourself. So do not be afraid to take the time to take a break and address your needs. Find the rest God has for you. The next thing is building positive relationships. It's so important. It's so important. There was, I haven't heard it recently, but for a while we were in this zone where it was like no new friends. I don't need no new friends. Listen, I love relationships. I love friends. I love positive people around me who are Christ followers and doers of the word. And so if I remember, I have this, I have quite a few amazing friends, but I remember coming here and uh, meeting two ladies in Europe and telling them, hey, I'm, I'm just dying for a job. I want one so bad. I know this is what I need. And I told them where my job interview was. And before my job interview, both of them called me and prayed with me. These are new people. They prayed with me. That was so amazing. Needless to say, I got the job, okay? And God just placed, strategically places people in your life for a reason. So take hold and be okay with relationships. Be okay with meeting new people. It is nothing wrong with that, okay? And so... I am not on the new, I never have been on the no new friends kick. So I am always welcoming new people in my life so that I can have new experiences and understand their Christ walk. So it can possibly help me. And so anyway, let's talk about this next point, sis. We got to take care of God's temple. He gave it to us. We are fearfully, wonderfully made. His works are, we are his works. He has made us with his hands. So listen, your physical health is important. Your physical health is important. It is important. And I'm going to tell you this. I'm not talking about being a size two. I'm not talking about being a size zero. What I'm talking about is going on walks. When I go on walks, I get to talk to God. I hear the, the, the birds, the trees the beautiful crisp air, I can smell it. And I just get in my element of thinking, thinking about me, thinking about my needs. That's a time where I can spend not only to work on my physical health, but also my mental health and get myself into a space where I'm feeling free and I'm taking a break. It feels good to exercise and do those things so you can release some endorphins that you need to release throughout the week. So incorporate some type of exercise in your week. Think of your body as a foundation of your life and your ministry. Find balance, find temperance, eat healthier, think healthier. See, the thing about worry and doubt, and I found exercise to be a, to be very, very helpful with uh, dealing with worry and, and, and doubt and anxiety and things like that. It's not about, though, the weight loss. It's about just exercising your body and getting it to a point where you have that time to release some, maybe some frustration or things that you're dealing with. But also, if it is about weight for you, there's nothing wrong with focusing um, on on exercising, but also having a, a big part of exercising is 
also making sure that you're having that time just to release and um, spend some extra time with God, just talking to him. Spend some extra time thinking about uh, some things that you have going on in your life that you need to sift through. And finally, know that you can do hard things. You can do it. You can do it. There are some hard things that are going on for me right now. And I'm like, listen, Kimberly, you can do it. There is nothing too hard for my God. And he will make the way for me. And I'm declaring it. I'm decreeing right now that he is going to make the way for you. And so you can do hard things, sis. There's nothing too big for my God. There's nothing that my God cannot do. And so you can do it too. And remember that he has given us the crown, the crown of glory and honor. So wear it and go conquer with them. Because guess what? You're worth it, sis. And with that, I give you the challenge. The challenge to be still, let go, and let God. The challenge to emboss.